Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'll ask you. Wait, let me ask you first. How are you? You were the guest on my podcast. <laughs> yeah, first of all, I would like to thank you. Thanks for having me. This is actually thank you my for dream. On. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm so glad to help you realize your dream. Yeah, this is something I've been waiting for. I have a few friends who have their own podcasts, and this is the first mm-hmm. time I've been invited in one. And really? Like, they didn't invite you? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm too, how do you say it? I'm too talkative for their podcasts. No. <laughs> that's not a problem on this podcast. That is yeah. not a problem. Anyway. So before we begin, before yeah, so, we begin mm-hmm. I'd like you to please introduce yourself. So please tell us your name, your age, where are you from, what do you do, and how, you know, how do we know each other? Mm-hmm. So hi, I am Miguel de Guzman. I am 26 years old. I currently own a few businesses, a laundry franchise, and mm-hmm. um, I started doing business when I was younger. Well, well, when I was younger than I am today, but then those were small mm-hmm. businesses that I did on the side while I was studying in college, mm-hmm. which is how we met each other. Uh, one of my mm-hmm. business partners, who was also your guest in your podcast previously, it My connected us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She connected the both of us. And after doing business, I was also a pilot trainee for a while. But mm-hmm. then that had to be set aside first because of the pandemic. The pandemic. Oh, we will talk yes. about that. We'll get to talking about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, it's, it's been tough, but then we've been hanging on. I mean, it's a good experience also to go through this. At this stage in my life, I'm getting married in a in a yeah. I'm month. so excited for in you. more than so a month. Yeah, for you. <laughs> thank you. So How are the I, wedding preparations? It's been really stressful, but I guess it's how we want it to be. Uh, I I hope it doesn't get any more stressful with the <laughs> pandemic. You know the reservations and everything. It's really hard to have something set. <laughs> so to my understanding, like you're sorry. No, continue. Mm, go ahead. I'm fine. It was just, uh, from my understanding, you're gonna have some people fly in there, and then you wanted. You told me you wanted for people, but for people who don't know, you wanted to, um, personally give the invitation so you could also experience what your guests will be experiencing before they attend your wedding. Yeah, uh, I wanted to do that uh, initially because, mm-hmm. uh, of course, we don't want to. Uh, have the guests be surprised with quarantine protocols and everything. But then we realized that the time frame that we have right now from the wedding is too short. So it's not advisable for me to go into quarantine because there are last minute wedding preps that we have to do. And yeah. then thankfully, like if you travel within the Philippines, like from example, for example, from Cebu to Manila, you won't, have to go through the airport quarantine anymore you just have to present a negative swab so that's one thing that we're thankful for at least that's one thing we don't have to worry about Mm -hmm. for our guests from uh, outside of manila Mm -hmm. but you have some guests also that are coming in from like the us right yeah we have a few we have like three guests coming in from the states they have to go under quarantine Uh, Mm -hmm. we actually have Mm-hmm. We have a few family members from Hong Kong also, but then they've already completed okay. their quarantine, so uh, that's already already taken care of. That's but good. thankfully, they're able to find like flights and hotels to stay in. Because, of course, that's one thing that's hard right now. Uh, it's not just the food that you have to think about or the venue or how, how nice the theme is going to be. You also have to think about the safety of everyone. Because you're not sure what's going to happen during or after the wedding. So that's mm. unnecessary stress. But then I think it makes it all worth it. Definitely. You get to marry mm-hmm. the love of your life. And it's like the first step in the, the new chapter of your life. That you're going to begin with your partner. And I personally, like, I just love weddings. Like, I, I wish that, like, I was older when I was, like, a guest at, like, my family, my aunt and uncle's weddings. Because I was, like, very much younger. I was probably, like, 14 or, like, 16. So, like, it was... I was, like, looked as a kid. Like, I wanted to enjoy the, you know, wedding festivities. But... I, and I did. I did, naman. But... 
I yeah. can't wait till somebody else in my family or somebody that I know gets married and we get to all come together. Because it's, it's a very nice, I have a very big family. Mm-hmm. And like the only time that we're ever complete is either when somebody gets married or somebody passes away. So it's very polar opposites. It's mm-hmm. like complete um, opposite sides of the spectrum. But going back, mm-hmm. you know, I'm so, I'm so, so excited for you. So Thank you. I hope that um, all the stress pays off, which it definitely will. I um, hope so too. You know, I, I wish you all the best. Okay. Thank you. You know, yeah. speaking of speaking of weddings, like where you're coming from, I understand exactly everything that you said, because I'm in an awkward age, wherein why do you my, say that? My aunts are too much older than me, but then my cousins are so much younger than me. Oh. Yeah. So I get what you're saying when you you wish you were a bit older when. Uh, your family members were getting married, so you would understand the uh, celebration more and the 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 things that happen or whatever. <laughs> I totally get you with that. Yeah, I'm like kind of in the middle. Like I'm too young to be with the kids. I'm too old to be with like the younger kids, but I'm too young to be with the adults. So I'm just in like an awkward middle. Ground. Yeah, we are the purgatory in terms of the age we are in purgatory <laughs> okay anyway so anyway, going back to the podcast mm-hmm. how is what did you do today how was your day yeah so today we just finished all of the requirements that we had to do in terms of paying for suppliers and everything well initially and then after a while it's it's one of the first times that i've been out of the house for leisure. So I was able to go to the mall for a good hour or two. And while going around, I was able to get a watch, finally. Uh, you got a I've, watch? Yeah, I got a watch. Nice. Mm-hmm. What and watch did you get? It's a swatch, but it's mm-hmm. a collaboration with one of the one of an one of the Filipino artists that's uh, up at, well, he's he's been famous. He's known for his installations and stuff. His name is uh, Jose Santos. So I was really surprised because I wasn't planning on getting the watch actually. But then I messaged the Instagram of uh, the watch shop and apparently they still had a few in stock. So I had to reserve it right away and go there to claim the watch. Because it's, I I think it's it's a watch that speaks to me. And mm-hmm. where I'm at right now. Uh, side note, well, history lang. I really love watches. It's mm-hmm. something that I try to save up for. Something that I wish I get whenever I have milestones. Graduations. Okay. Yeah, whenever when I graduated high school, I got the watch in grade school. And it wasn't intentional, actually. But... I just figured out that whenever there was something special happening in my life, there's always a watch that pops up and gets into my possession. And that's actually one thing I want to talk to you about because the watch that I got today is actually pretty, pretty interesting. And it wasn't actually, it wasn't planned. I mean, I just realized that now the design of the watch that I have is like street signs. You know, the, okay. the stripes ng pedestrians, uh, the roadblocks, no parking sign. Which wait, is... wait, time out, time out. I'm a mm-hmm. visual person, so I will I will look up the watch right now. So yeah, I go ahead, go ahead. Collab. Jose, Jose Santos. Santos. Yes. Okay. Look it up. Oh, that looks amazing. Right? Okay, okay. It's like wait, a collage that's... of different yeah, yeah. traffic signs and street markings. That. Yeah, and... That. As a runner, I, I mm-hmm. love to run. I run every day. These are the things that I always see every day. But then I don't really give them much detail. Because I run inside the village. So it's very safe for me to cross the streets and to not mind these signs or these road markings. Lucky me. But then I realize that each and every one of these has a story. You know, how yeah. 
how the pedestrian is a sign for a person to cross from one point to another mm-hmm. or how the caution sign is a reminder for us to take things slow because there are things happening that may or may not affect how we pass through that certain road. Mm-hmm. And inter- interestingly, the watch they got also has a roadblock watch strap. Yeah, like, the orange, yeah, you, you know, the orange barriers that you see on roads. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really interesting because like, this is us right now. Uh, the watch that I got right now is literally where we're at. We're trying to cross from one point to another. But then while we're crossing, there are also reminders for us to take caution, be slow or don't go too fast, don't rush things. And then there are also parts in our lives where we just have to stop. We can't see friends right now because of the pandemic. We can't travel. So there are literally a lot of roadblocks in our lives right now. And it's interesting because as a runner, going back to what I was saying, mm-hmm. I just realized that our lives are so much alike or so related to these street signs. So that's that's amazing. I mean, there are certain things that talk to us every day that we don't even realize that they are. And it just like I'm really quiet right now because I'm mm-hmm. absorbing everything that you're saying and it makes so much sense. Like, um, the friend that linked us together, she was saying how like one minute you'd be talking about something and then the next you'd say something really profound. And I am firsthand experiencing that right now and it's blowing my mind. <laughs> please, please continue. <laughs> well, I hope I'm making sense because like you what really I was are. like what I was telling you earlier. I think I'm very talkative for other podcasts. So this is me. This is just me being natural, talking yeah, about yourself. what's happening around me and how I reflect on things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, going I, to, yeah. yeah, going back to running, I was running earlier and I, 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 I ran to a point where it was a dead end. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what I want to talk about in your podcast right now. Dead ends. Mm-hmm. You know, this podcast is about becoming, and you explained it so well to me. But then I realized that as we run towards dead ends, other people see it as the end. Other people see it as um, not being able to go anywhere. But in reality, or if we look at it in another perspective, Dead ends are actually the start of where we can explore more about ourselves, explore more about other parts of the world. You know, whenever you run to a dead end, literally, you have to choose whether you go right or left or you go back. And that's not a, that's not a bad thing. I mean, dead ends are, are, are a reminder of how far you've come. And sometimes it reminds us to go back and look at what we've already been through in order to, uh, well, apply it to our lives in order to learn from it further or apply it to other aspects of our lives or find new, ro- find new roots. And this pandemic has, has brought us a lot of dead ends. Like me personally. It really has. Yeah. I was a businessman who pursued flying. But then because of the pandemic, I had to run through a dead end and decide whether I should go back to being a businessman or explore other options. And, you know, sometimes people tell us not to uh, look at what's behind us, but sometimes it's what's left to run to. And that's what everyone has to experience. We never run out of roads. We never run out of places to go. We just have to see things in a different perspective. Uh, use dead ends as our jumping point or starting point and get on from there. 
I love how like this topic of dead ends is also in line with like having a growth mindset because if you had a fixed mindset, you would see a dead end and be like, okay, I should stop now. Like that's sort of the you've reached the goal or something. Like you've reached the full potential of you know if 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 it's a run, you've reached like the end of the run. Mm-hmm. But with what you said, like you can choose to continue, and you have to. It, dead ends can kind of be. Uh, some people may see it as an obstacle but I like and I'm sure you as well like to see it as a challenge so it's like what should I do now like how can I overcome this how can I um, change the narrative and sort of how do I get past this like, how do I continue and like again it's a, a very um, what's the word it's a very real topic that we have now especially in the pandemic because a lot of businesses have you know like had difficulties and at the same time a lot of businesses have thrived in the pandemic like the rise of um, people started selling a lot of food like for example like the food and beverage industry they found like people are at home and they used to just cook and bake for fun now they sell it and i actually like ordered um this it's a taco sort of it's called pinch and like my my friends my cousin's friend is the one who owns it mm-hmm. so you know shout out to pinch tacos. Oh. and like she's been doing really really well and and it's just it's just so amazing to have been able okay not amazing but like to have been able to experience a pandemic in my lifetime and see how that has influenced the world and how how it's impacted the world and a lot of people have gone through a lot of different things and I could talk about that forever but okay going back to you okay please continue (laughs) yeah so well first of all I'm going to try pinch when I visit you I think oh, that's yes, one of the definitely. first first <laughs> orders of business when we get the, when we see yeah, each they other. Ha, they have burrito tacos. Oh, yeah. Very good. Oh man, now I'm craving for tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Taco yeah. Tuesday every day. I know. So yeah, well, going back, I mean, re- going back to what you said, I mean, people thrive whenever they meet these ends. Mm-hmm. So. I I I get why dead ends have a negative connotation to some people, but I think it's well. I hope that whenever people hear our podcast or hear this conversation, they realize that you know there's more than seeing hollow blocks at the end of the road or not knowing where to go after. You know, um, you were an athlete, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I was an athlete. I played uh, tennis for like. 13, 14 years of my life. Wow. I was on the varsity team with, with Boo. She was my team captain. Yeah. yeah. How, how was she? How was she as a team captain? She was really great. She, I've always sort of looked up to her growing up, even though we have a fairly small age gap. It's mm-hmm. only around uh, two, three years. But because we grew, we grew up together and then we got to, we talked about this on, on that episode. But we got to experience a lot of the same things um, mm-hmm. in our sport, and a a really really big like memory or like core memory that I have is when we went to Singapore for um, the WTA finals. That's the Women's Tennis, tennis Association. Finals. Yeah. yeah, we got to see like eight of the best players of that year. And we were ball kids. And looking back, because I'm, I've, I've kind of had, uh, well, my own dead end in tennis. Like I reached a point where I was kind of really struggling with it, and it's like I was asking myself, "Is this what I want to be doing?" And then, as I was talking to Boo about, you know, our experiences and like the all the years you've been playing, like it kind of made me fall back in love with it. And 
it wasn't really a dead end. Maybe it was more of like a break. Like I needed to take a break and just, you know, like uh, drink some water, you know, like maybe, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's... Cool down a bit like, and then warm up yeah, exactly, again. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And now like I played the other day and I just felt Hello? so revitalized. Okay, we are back. We just had our own little dead end in this podcast. <laughs> it's like a little little bump on the road, but we're going to power through. Okay, mm-hmm. but what, what I was saying earlier is that I had to cool down for a bit from my sport. And then now I feel really revitalized. I don't think I would do it competitively anymore, but it's something that I still love to do. And, you know, it's good to have a sport it's good to be able to move your body every day mm-hmm. and that's something that i'm really grateful for but yes you were asking if, I, if i'm an athlete and then i kind of sidetracked there no it's fine it's totally related to what i was gonna talk to you about because like mm-hmm. you know tennis is one of the sports that i'm very very interested in but then uh-huh. i couldn't seem to get the groove of, of playing the game because yeah. i'm a ba- i was a baseball player so oh, you're a baseball player okay mm-hmm. So my instinct is to actually hit the ball as far as I can instead of <laughs> keeping it inside the square. Yeah. So that makes it very hard for me. Or that made it very hard for me. And whenever mm. I try, it would always go outside or over the fence or whatever. So yeah, I mean going back, you were me- you mentioned that you sort of saw a dead end mm-hmm. uh, wherein you thought everything was gone uh, everything was done everything was um, through already but then you realized that you just needed a break yeah and it, it's, it's the same for me uh, I didn't know what to do when I stopped playing baseball and I was actually very jealous of other sports that had a professional league Right mm-hmm. after, um, right, right after they finish college, and you know they have the PBA, they have the PVL, so for volleyball and basketball, so they had somewhere to ask, go. If I may mm-hmm. ask, you, you've been playing baseball since when? Like just so we have context, because mm-hmm. you said sorry that they had a professional league. No, it's all right. Yeah. Uh. Well, I played baseball in high school. Okay. I I stopped before college. Right before college. I mean, I could have continued, but I decided to stop because I I <laughs> I met a dead end where I wanted mm-hmm. to prove myself to other people, and I think I did, which I didn't have to do. But you know, uh, those were the sacrifices I had to make. Anyway, yeah. so there. Um, even in the small things that we have in life, like choosing whether to continue with a sport or not, we are faced with dead ends. And mm-hmm. there are dead ends that don't affect us as much. Because, you know, I actually don't realize that I'm not playing professional baseball right now. But then there are also other dead ends wherein, you know, um, the dead end in my aviation career, for example. It's the biggest what if that I have right now. And it's something that I see myself getting stuck or running into after you know, not thinking about it for a few days or weeks. But then, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's really more about how we process things. Like what you said, it's it's how we rebound or how we recover from the feeling of tiredness, feeling lost or whatever. And we get our groove back. And once we get our groove back, you know, we can go left, we can go right, and things will start to get better until we run towards the next dead end. And then, which, end, yeah. mm-hmm, and then it's a, the it's the next dead end, the next dead end. Dead ends will never stop, and I think that's beautiful. It actually is kind of beautiful. Yeah, I mean, imagine how much have we grown from the time that we last played our baseball and our tennis game to where we are right now, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if I didn't face my dead end of playing baseball, I wouldn't have the chance to pursue being a manager for one of the sports teams in Ateneo and 
I wouldn't have the opportunities that I have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, same goes for you. I mean, imagine if tennis was still going on or imagine if we didn't get into this pandemic. Yeah, it would have been... The podcast would have been, would have been different. The podcast would have been way different. Exactly. I tried to imagine... Wait, wait, wait. Wait, my sister's here. Can we come back later, please? (laughs) Okay. Thank you. I love her, but like, she stays in my room sometimes. And, you know, so that was a little, that was another dead end in the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She sounded so cute. She is eight. She is the love of my life. I love her so much. But going back, like, um, if I think like going back to what you were saying about how life is full of dead ends, like uh, actually when I reached my sort of dead end for tennis, that's when I found my passion for art and I'm currently an art student. So oh. I think that things happen for a reason and we have to sort of reach, we have to hit a wall sometimes, you know, to like reevaluate where we're at yeah. to because if, if it's if it's all uphill all the time, it's just not there's no there's gonna be no room for growth because we learn from our mistakes, we learn through our struggles, we learn because and we find ourselves because we're lost. And I think that's a really it's a really beautiful thing to challenge yourself and to grow from an experience and to find new experiences and like just because you sort of stop doing something doesn't mean you can't come back to it later on like you know what I'm saying like yeah I didn't think it was possible for me to go back to playing tennis because I dedicated like more than half of my life to it and then I didn't see myself doing it anymore and then, because my dad, my dad loves it so much. He's the one who got me into playing tennis. And it's become sort of a family thing. Like, my brother plays, my sister's starting to play, my mom. My mom tries to play, but, you know, I love you, mom, but it's really not <laughs> your thing. She should just stick to running. Stick to running. Oh, she's like me. We can run together. <laughs> we can run together. <laughs> you guys are going to be so fast. I'm going to be there just cheering you on. Give you water during your water break. Yeah. But yeah. That's a good point, you know. Uh, when you throw a ball at the wall, it bounces back. Yeah. And sometimes that's what An- we have another to do. very profound thing from me. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, thinking about it now, I mean, what do we need to do when we hit a wall? Uh, we can't just stick ourselves there and mm-hmm. get stuck. Eventually, we're going to bounce back. And when we do bounce back, that's when we realize, or that's when we go to places where we thought we wouldn't get to. Like mm-hmm. what you were saying, you got into arts and everything. Now you're in art school, mm-hmm. which I can also relate to because I apparently got into painting now really? <laughs> during the pandemic. Yes, I'll be that's sending so you cool. pictures. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. Please do. I've been doing abstract work. And okay. it's it's something that's been allowing me to get lost in the moment, but at the same time express myself also, which is very important right now. Yeah, I mean, we're all stuck in a repetitive pattern of waking up, going to school or doing our work, eating, mm-hmm. going back to our rooms, sleeping. It's yeah. important to find something that will allow us to get lost in the moment without going far allowing our minds to wander allowing us to express ourselves in ways that we haven't before mm-hmm. and it's very different because just aside i was a photographer before uh, mm-hmm. well an enthusiast and one of the things that i had to do was to get out of the room walk around campus walk around the city start taking pictures of people places things and I can't do that now. But then 
that doesn't mean that it's already the end of my photography journey. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, instead of taking photographs, I'm already making my own photographs through painting. Yeah. So, you know, okay. there are a lot of pivots and things that we can do whenever we reach roadblocks. And we can literally relate it to anything from cooking, painting, studying, or doing our work to everything that we do in life. So, hey, you know. Um... Speak, speaking of photography, mm-hmm. like, um, I have this one class, I have photography class, where we have to post a photo every day. It's called, with the hashtag, AA Visual Daily. Mm. And then I was kind of like, this would have been an amazing uh, project because it's it's a semester long activity where we have to post every day until the semester ends, mm-hmm. and um, it would have been an amazing such an amazing activity if like I could go outside, do some street photography, you know, uh, walk around the city or go to like the beach, and then I kind of thought to myself, I was like, okay, so I'm gonna be stuck in the four walls of my room. Why don't I? try to find beauty in that, find beauty in the small things. And I was walking um, from my room to the living room, then to the stairs. And I saw like the light from the window hit the the wall. And it was just like, it was like the kind of, for lack of a better term, it was very aesthetic, you know, like, I don't yeah. want to use that word, but for lack of a better word. And, you know, we're, we're so, um, what I love about photography is that you can capture a single moment and, you know, make it permanent. Yeah. And with that, like, um, we're so used to being on our, being on screens, especially now, you know, with work, with school, you have to work from home, study from home. And then there's like social media, which is a completely different ball game. But we're so used to consuming all this content and we live in a very fast-paced world. I think photography really allows us to slow down and to focus on what we want to capture in the photograph. And the same goes for painting. Like, um, I had a painting class last year and we had to like paint one thing. And I'm, okay, I'm going to be honest, like, before last year, I was really not a very artistic person. I think I was a creative person, but being an artistic person is a different thing. Because, you know, my classmates, they've been drawing, sketching since they were... Probably since I picked up a racket, which was six years old. So it was very, very new to me. And in the span of... uh a couple of months I've I've hit many dead ends like I don't think that this painting is good enough or you know like I wish that this drawing was better and you know like when when you when you pass it it's not the end like there's always going to be a new project to do there's always going to be um well more more for you to learn and going back to what I was saying about consuming all this content, it's just, it made me realize that, you know, I should take time to notice the little things. Because before, like, you know, we wouldn't really, I'm not sure about everybody, but me long personally, I would, you know, wake up and then go out the door and then go through the motions of the day and then come back to sleep I've never you know been in my room for this long or like been at home for this long and it just really gets our mind working and like going back to what you're saying about wandering while staying in like one space I think it's just so fascinating yeah you know it's totally the opposite for us because me I studied far from home I was assigned in a different city Mm-hmm. which meant that this pandemic allowed me to stay home actually more than going out mm-hmm. which I liked more because it gave me like 
a good pause, like what you were saying. Sometimes you just have to pause with all the things that we're consuming. But then if you think about it, what you're doing right now, photography, painting, it all boils down to running into a dead end because it's the wall. It's literally a wall where you have to post your work. But then when you get into that dead end, remember what I was telling you about perspectives? Mm-hmm. Hundreds and hundreds of people are bound to see your work. And for every time that they reach that point where they have to express themselves or interpret something, it always comes from a different perspective. And I think that adds beauty to what you're saying also. Like how like how there are a lot of media uh, there are a lot of content to consume. But then if you think about it, no one consumes these contents in a in the same way mm-hmm. you know as an artist have different perspectives yeah as an artist you always that. think that your painting is lacking a stroke or a certain color or as a photographer you think that your photograph lacks color or lacks um a subject doing something else but then if you don't mind the things that are lacking if you ask someone else to see your work without asking them is there anything lacking they're going to see the beauty in it mm-hmm. and relating that to what I realized is that sometimes even if things lack something it's always beautiful in another perspective you know we may feel yeah. like we're lacking right now but then what we don't realize is that the situation that we're in is really beautiful it may be hard for us right now, but there's a beauty in it. it gives us peace. Mm-hmm. Not for everyone, of course. I mean, I, I'm sure people out there are being affected in different ways. But then, you know, uh, if you dig deep, if you internalize enough, you know, this may sound as if I'm promoting uh, a false positivity or something, but then... I don't think that. Yeah, I mean, for, for others it might, but, you know... I hope they see where we're coming from when we say that there's always going to be better days coming. Mm-hmm. And, the, you know, I was listening to your podcast with Boo and correct me if I'm wrong. Well, this is not like verbatim, but you were talking about something wherein you were uh, talking about how people react to certain things. Yeah, yeah. Like how you, you don't have to impress anyone Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or something like that in that context and I think that that's what this experience of being in the pandemic has taught us it's a reminder for us to know that sometimes what's important is how we see things or how we um, perceive things more than how others see it you know it's how we see the beauty of the game, like what she was saying. It's not about the watches that you get or the sponsorships that you get. Yeah. But it's about yeah, it's it's about how it's about how it's affecting you personally. And more than us growing for other people, you know, trying to live up to an image or something. This is us growing for ourselves right now. Which I think is one thing that we've missed since starting. Uh, the age of social media since the start of the social media age you know this this may be like too off the topic from dead ends but you know I mean coming from where we're at right now it's something that you realize also being stuck in a place you know right now is about us now it's about us now it's not about them and you know once things go back to normal, hopefully we get a better balance. Hopefully we get a better balance of portraying an image that others will like, uh, but then not forgetting about how we want to express ourselves. You get me in in a way. I get you. I get yeah. I mm-hmm. get you. You're making you're making a lot of sense. And if I would mm-hmm. just go back to perspectives, like I've always 
love the idea that everybody has their own perspective on something. They could be experiencing exactly the same thing, but they all perceive it differently because it's nobody experiences something the same way. We all have our own different uh, feelings, thoughts, emotions. And like, I was just, I was just staring at my wall, like, you know, just, just casually staring at my wall. And then it also like reminded me about how, you know, when we hit a wall or, you know, like we see walls with dead ends because like it's literally concrete or any material and it's just like a full stop. But something that I do and I'm sure other people do is they like to like decorate their walls and like beautify them. So it's like, what I'm trying to say is it's not just like, you don't take something as it is. I mean, you can, but then you try to see it from your own perspective and you try to, how do I, the thought sounded better in my head. Like, you know, when, when you have like a blank wall or like a blank piece of paper, a blank canvas, you have all the freedom and liberty to write whatever you want, to paint whatever you want, to put up whatever you want. Yeah. And I think that's so... Is it's, lit- it's literally like a blank, like white canvas. And then like, once you put in some work, once you put the work into it, once, well, no, wait, once you put in the work, um, you come out, you have a completely different um, output you have a completely different I think that also goes for like thoughts like the pandemic has allowed us to really sit with our thoughts and be able to reflect because you know some people might be so busy and so caught up in everyday life that they don't have time to um, just stay still just like sit still and maybe meditate, reflect, be mindful. Yeah. And it allows us to be more sincere too with the yeah. thoughts that we have. Yeah, that's true. You get me? Because like have you have you been in like Zoom calls with your friends recently? We go in Discord, but yeah. Yeah, I mean like okay, same idea. Uh, I mean meeting yeah, friends online. Mm-hmm. You know, before the pandemic, people would go to places that are Instagram worthy. And sometimes they lose the essence or they lose the idea of connecting with the people that they're with because they're too caught up in the environment that they're in or too caught up with the experiences around them. So, yeah, I mean, like what you were saying, it's us beautifying our walls doesn't always have to be being extravagant about things. But then sometimes we just have to put the things that really matter where they're supposed to be. I love you get that. me? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, love, I as a that. photographer, as a photographer, as a painter, I'm sure you have a couple of canvases or printed photographs at home that are lying I around. Do. I do. And, you know, sometimes you get the urge to rearrange where we put our art or where we hang our photos or what photos to put in the frame or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, going back to what you were saying about beautifying the wall, it, it's it's the same thing. You know, sometimes we just have to realign our priorities, realign how we see things. And even the small changes that we make, like changing the color of something or changing how we see something, allows us to get a totally new experience or a totally different understanding on certain things that we experience regularly. Yeah, like there's this so, quote that goes, um, you are always one step away from a completely different life. And like you know, if I if I had chosen like for example a different phone or if I had like taken a different turn in like a in like a road, I would have been in a completely different place. And that goes for a lot of things. That goes for, you know, career wise, that goes for um, just I can't think off the top of my head because I'm like I'm so 
amazed at like the number of things that have come up from like the one topic of dead ends. Yes, like, my exactly. mind is my mind is going so fast. I'm trying to talk slowly so I can stay grounded. Yeah, you know. Yeah, like it's it's so fascinating. Yeah, and you know sometimes dead ends force us to make turns, like what you were saying. There are different turns that we have to make, and these turns are unexpected, but it leads us to our next destination. It doesn't mean that, you know, you know we can't be stuck in a road where there are four dead ends where we can't go forward, back, left or right. You know, there's always a next destination, like what you were saying, and. You know, this is the idea of how exactly I want this podcast to be. I, really? You know, yeah. Uh, you know, okay. most podcasts have a structure. You know, you know what you're going to talk about. There's a theme. I wanted our theme to be a word. Or, you know, in this case, the dead ends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, without making a specific, uh, what do you call this? A specific framework for what we're talking about. Uh, by doing that, by not having something specific or not having a set of topics to talk about, emphasizes my point on how I want dead ends to be. You don't know where you're going to go, but then you end up going somewhere. I was talking to you about my watches earlier, yeah, and then we jumped towards going into sports and then we went into painting photographs rearranging walls decorating walls reconnecting with friends you know and if you look at it like from uh, the the essence of the topics sports arts career you know these are the things that you don't really see in a single space i would say you know, you know, we, we we tackle these things differently in different parts of our lives. But then right now, we see the connection of everything. You know, some people see dead ends as a way of ending a road or ending uh, a destination. But then by us changing our perspective on it, I hope or I hope their listeners also would see that these dead ends, instead of breaking or ending whatever we have, was also a point wherein we can connect everything and make everything make sense. We're always talking about crossroads in our lives. Um, What we don't realize is that sometimes when we reach a certain crossroad, we miss on other important things. You're free to go anywhere when you're stuck in the middle of a crossroad but then when you're at the dead end when you're at a dead end you have to continuously think analyze and calculate your next move because if not you're just going to be right there not doing anything and you can't be stuck at one place because at the end of the day you have to go home you have to go to your next destination there's always another place that we have to go to. Yeah. You can't see it, but I've been nodding this entire time. Like, every time you say something, I'm like, yeah. And then like I was like, wait, he can't see me. So yeah. Just, yeah. Well, I, I so, you like, know, you know, that's the thing about me. I have so much things going through in my head that I don't know if I'm able to communicate it properly. Well, so, so far you have been. I, I hope. Hopefully, I am. I eh? hopefully other people get what we've been talking about too. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's I think... the beauty of it's the beauty of conversing with someone. You know, you just don't know where you're gonna go next. I actually started this podcast like in the pandemic because I would have these uh, conversations with my friends, and then it would like after the call would end, I would like think back to what we talked about and I'd be like, whoa, we actually had some really good points there. And then that's kind of what inspired me to start my own podcast because it was more for me. Like I wanted to be able to document and archive like 
important conversations I'd have with people in my life. And then I reached the dead end with that. Like I stopped after like three episodes or two episodes. And then I came back. And then it was just like better than ever. Like, you know, when, how do I, how do I put this? My mind is running at a million miles per second, but I will try to uh, gather my thoughts. And I think it's really amazing to be able to converse with you because um, I usually structure my podcast. There's no right way to podcast. Mm-hmm. But what I would do is I would, um, the theme is becoming, so I'd ask people how, like, what kind of helped them become who they are. And then this was very new to me. Like, I asked you what you wanted to talk about, and you were like, dead ends. And I was like, okay, how do we build from that? And then I asked you if you wanted to, like, this is just like a short backstory. I asked you if you wanted to, um, talk about it beforehand and you were like no let's let's do the podcast and I was like okay I was kind of intimidated I'm not gonna lie I was kind of intimidated but like after a couple of minutes it's been like almost an hour I think mm-hmm. it's really it's so it's so nice to be able to like converse freely and to just like think on your feet like, because I mean it's a conversation so like you talk and then I talk and it's just so um, amazing to see how, like, we can start from one topic and then go to another one, which reaches another one, which reaches another topic. And they don't all have to be um, related. But then when you, like, take a step back and look at the bigger picture, everything is, like, related and it complements the other the lessons that we take, the lessons that we get, and the lessons that we learn from all of these different aspects in our lives all boil down to the same idea. Like what you were saying, they're all related to each other. We just have to apply it in different ways. You know, and I was really, you know, honestly, I was so scared when you told me about um, having a call before the podcast to just sort things out and everything. You know, I was so scared because, you know, even when I was in college or in high school, whenever we have group reports, mm-hmm. I don't like following scripts. Because oh, I always okay, okay. I always black out. And yeah. I was, you know, I was so scared to admit that to you before the podcast because you know your expectations might be uh too high or you might it might come off as being arrogant on my part. Because you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I mean I, I don't. I didn't want to come off as someone who just didn't want to have anything to do with this, and I didn't want to put effort. But then, in reality, that's what I'm scared of. I'm scared of hitting dead ends because of structure mm-hmm. and relating it to what we've been talking about. That's how I learned how to approach dead ends. You know, everything in our lives lives are so structured. Grade school, high school, college, graduate, work, further studies, work, have a family, etc. Mm-hmm. Start from the junior tennis and then work your way up until you reach a certain level or a certain rank. It's always so structured. And I was always so scared of that because I always never knew what to do when the end would come or when I'm about to finish what I had to do. That's also one of the reasons why I don't watch TV series, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. short backstory. Like, I okay. couldn't Go accept, ahead. I couldn't accept having an end to certain things. But then running changed everything, you know. Whenever you run, you change your directions and everything. So, in a way, that's how I tackle things right now. You know, every run will be different. Every structure will be different. Every dead end, no matter how many times you run into it, has a million other ways on how you can go from there. And that's also one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this here in this Becoming podcast. Because because of my fears, because of these dead ends, 
I was able to become someone who's willing to adjust to the uncertainties of lives of, of our lives. You know, being a pilot was my lifelong dream. Mm-hmm. But then that had to come to an end. And I didn't know what to do with my life. But then adjusting to it and trying to make things work, trying to find things that would allow me to grow, even if I think that I've already reached the end, you know, allowed me to overcome these structures that we have. And, you know, for some people, they might think that having a structure means figuring yourself out or you need a structure in order for you to figure yourself out. But then sometimes you just have to go away and not mind whatever it is that people expect from you, but then create something that you think would work best for yourself. And no matter how neat or no matter how unusual that uh, certain idea or approach might be, you know, it always boils down to how you're going to face these things. It always boils it always boils down to you. You know, everything boils down to us. And that's the beauty of changing dead ends and becoming. No one can run into a dead end for you. No one can find out what they're becoming for you. It always has to be you. And relating it to other people like this podcast us sharing our conversations is us allowing other people to see things in different perspectives not to follow what we're talking about not to exactly follow what i did or what you did but to inspire them to do something to become something and yeah i think i, I think it's amazing you know it, it's amazing how one thing can lead to another. I'm kind of like speechless right now because that was just so good. Like, did you just did you just wrap up the podcast? Did you... oh, I, oh, I no. think I just did. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Because like this is such a. If I okay, okay before I say that, um, mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you for. Um, telling me that because I did not think that at all I just thought like oh okay like he doesn't want to so I think he's like pretty ready because um, that came off as like really confident but not like arrogant because mm-hmm. uh, some people that would come on the podcast like they'd want to talk first or like you know get the nerves off and then like you you just came off as very sure of yourself like it, it, it wasn't I didn't get the impression at all that you were scared of like the structure because I'm like the opposite. I like structure, but then recently I have um, been more, I've met a lot of dead ends in my life and like I've kind of let go of structure. Like I think structure is important, but you should also be able to adapt quickly to your environment or to certain situations. Like, I like having um, bullet points, but then with this episode, like I was able to just think freely and be able to like talk freely without me having to worry if we got all the bullet points, you know, without me having to worry about whether or not um, we're near the end, whether we're like, you know, so it was just, I did not get the impression of all at, at all. And then, Second thing is, I love how, like, you combined, like, dead ends and, like, becoming, and it's so, I've said this word so many times in this episode, but it's just so amazing. Like, I'm really at a loss for words. It was just so, it it also allowed me to gain new perspective on, you know, certain dead ends in my life. And I really hope that the listeners as well get to get to learn something from all that we've talked about. 
and um i was gonna i was gonna ask you like the mm-hmm. last question like um how did you become who you are how are you becoming who you want to be but i feel like you already answered that it's like <laughs> it's just so and i also don't like like just like a side note i also i like tv shows but then when they end i kind of like sit there for like a good couple of minutes and i'm like what do i do now <laughs> like, yeah you know, you know watching the last episode you're like oh my god yeah, and you know it's the last episode and you know there's nothing after that especially if it's a really good show <laughs> yeah well, what like, was the last show that you watched kim's convenience oh i've been wanting to watch that yeah i loved that show but then mm-hmm. apparently they canceled it which made the ending not too good. well it didn't reach my expectations because they had to cancel the show uh, suddenly. And it wasn't the ending that they were hoping for. So, But, mm-hmm. like what we were saying, dead ends. We just have to mm-hmm. pivot and <laughs> find new directions. <laughs> yes, yes. The guys in Kim, Kim's Convenience are apparently people in Marvel too. Like, uh, one of the characters is Sanchi. Oh. oh. The, the new Marvel movie, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so oh I was like, wow. Imagine if he didn't reach that dead end for Kim's convenience, yeah. he wouldn't have gotten the Marvel role. So, yeah. I, pretty I also cool. love that he's like, it is pretty cool. I also love that like he's like the biggest fan of the, the film. Like, he, the way he uh, posts his content is just so wholesome. Yeah. So fun. And then, and then yeah. Anyway, you know what? I'm just so happy that we were able to do this. I hope I wasn't really too happy. talkative. I hope I was able no, to. No, def- like... definitely not. I just love listening to you. Like I didn't want to interrupt you or interrupt. I should have. I should have asked you to stop me whenever I wasn't making sense anymore. No, <laughs> <laughs> everything. Everything did make sense to me. Like it opened my eyes and like. Yeah, loved it. That's good. I was able to overcome my fear of being on a podcast tonight. I'm really proud of you. Like, I'm so happy that, like, this is your podcast debut. Yes, and I can brag about it. Yeah, I'm on a podcast. I was on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I I think I wrapped up how, you you know, the question that you you were supposed to ask me, I think I was able Mm -hmm. to discuss that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the beauty of having no structure you just <laughs> life will surprise you yeah yeah you yeah, know and, yeah. and then I was listening to your podcast about the syndrome remember I was telling you about mm-hmm. that I was like wow you know from the syndrome to yeah to boost podcast I was like how can I have a meaningful conversation with her when I don't have much to say you know you know when when i know that i have to control what i have to say that's why i didn't want the structure so you can just edit this out <laughs> if it's <too> <laughs> that's okay. Like um, okay i just want to say uh thank you so much again thank you so 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 much it has been such an honor like i i love i love when people like actually come on the podcast because it's like they believe in it as well and it's just mm. it's just it's just so nice so thank you so 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 much for coming on my podcast it has been lovely talking to you and you know you should you should start your own podcast you know just yeah but um yeah is there anything else you'd like to say is there any okay if you were to um give us like a one-liner for like dead ends for people who have made it this far mm-hmm. or is that like against is that like too structured I'm sorry oh no. no 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 it's fine it's fine it's fine you're good okay okay before I say my one liner I just want to say thank you first for having me you know you have no idea how much this means to someone like me and being able to find an avenue or a place where we can just pour our emotions out especially during this time. This means so much. And I really, really appreciate it. I'm honored and flattered with uh, the invite. 
And yeah, uh, I guess my one-liner for people who've come this far is find your dead ends. Uh-huh. Always look for your dead end. It may seem scary, but then once you do, once you face that wall, once you jump off from that wall and bounce off from that wall, you're going to reach destinations that you never thought you'd reach. And once you get to your final dead end, you can look back at all the other roads that you've passed and say that you've faced things with strength and you've come this far and it's something that you're going to be proud of at the end of the day. So yeah, find your dead ends. Always find your dead ends. I love that. Hmm. Thanks. I hope that made sense. <laughs> no, no, it, it did make sense. I promise you. Everything that you said made yeah. so much sense. And I'm sure that it's going to resonate with a lot of people as well. 